This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. I'm Coach John, sitting here today, ready to talk about a new subject. As always, I'm sitting by Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. Excited to be here once again. I love getting in the studio, and we have a good topic. You know, this is in both of our wheelhouses, something that we're passionate about. Um, So what do we got on the agenda? So today, we are going to talk about what is the best type of squat for a professional wrestler. You know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about squats. I'm talking about in the gym, lifting some heavy weights, doing some squats, doing some work with the weights in the weight room, leg day, if you will. We're gonna talk about what is the best type for a pro wrestler to do, and the answer to that might actually surprise you. But before we get started, I want you to head on over to Facebook, type in How to Become a Pro Wrestler, head over to Instagram, type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler, and give us a follow. All right, check us out. There's a private Facebook group where you can ask us all kinds of cool questions. We've got some Q&A episodes out there where we answer your questions. You talk to me and Aaron directly. Talk to your peers as well. Please join that group. Join us on Instagram and stay up to date with everything we've got going on now and in the future. So let's dive right into it. Let's get going. Let's, 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 Let's address the elephant in the room first. So squatting is essential for pro wrestlers without a doubt. But squatting with a barbell across your back is not. And that's what I want to talk about today. So I want to establish this first. Resistance training. It's the most important thing you're going to do in the gym. Most important thing you're going to do in your training, no matter what, and regardless of your goals. Do you want to look good? Do you want to feel good? Do you want to move good? Do you want to burn more fat? Do you want to heal faster? Do you want to prevent injuries? You need to be training with weights. Under resistance, resistance training, not countless endless hours of cardio and running and all that stuff. That's not how you accomplish those goals, guys. All this stuff is essential, everything in moderation. Yes, that's true. But the most important thing you're going to do is train under resistance, progressive loading with weights, getting your body in the shape it needs to be in. Now that we've talked about that, let's move on and talk about the barbell back squat. Arguably the king of overall strength builders, at least that's what we've been told over the years, inside the gym, the barbell back squat, you know what I'm talking about, putting the big barbell across your shoulders, squatting down to the floor, that has for the longest time been considered the number one strength builder inside the gym. So, alongside the traditional bench press, where you're pressing the barbell and the deadlift, the squat's one of the three big primary lifts used in competitions around the world, strongman, powerlifting, all those things. And they're typically three of the lifts that most people, even the average gym goer, recognizes right off the bat. So you know about them. And that a lot of times leads us to believe that just because we recognize them and we know about them, even with little experience, we got to do them. And we always got to do them. It's just mandatory, right? We have to do these moves. It's not, guys. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So there's a lot of benefits to heavy barbell squats. There really are. But... Do they complement our goals and what we're trying to accomplish as a professional wrestler? That's what we're here to talk about. That's why you're listening, right? You're listening because you want to know what is going to make me a better pro wrestler, what's going to get me a job and get me a career out of pro wrestling. That's what we want to talk about today. So 
The barbell back squat is what I consider to be an at-risk position for pro wrestlers. I can speak to this directly. So, pro wrestling, my biggest hiccup in pro wrestling was when I developed a severe amount of back pain, chronic back pain. I've talked about that in the very first episode of this podcast. Go back and listen if you want more details. But I developed serious, serious back pain. In the barbell back squat, the first thing that happens, the primary limiting factor is the lower back. When you see people squat down with the barbell on their back and then you see their hips begin to raise without their shoulders moving. So their shoulders may even be moving towards the floor as their hips come up. Now we've taken all that pressure, all that weight off of the hips, off of the ankles, off of the really strength positions in the back squats bottom position and we've tra- we put it on top of what? Your lower back. Your lower back which takes all that punishment in the ring, takes all those back bumps, all those corner bumps, the rolls, everything you do. You're beating up your lower back, you're beating up your spine in the ring. So if the limiting factor on a barbell back squat is your lower back, if that's what breaks down first, then why are we putting ourselves in that position inside the gym, especially pushing the weights like crazy? Yeah, the barbell back squat is designed for heavy loads. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, so if you're gonna do something for strength and heavy load it, and, mm-hmm. you're, and you can't do it correctly with good form, yeah. and then the low back takes over, just problems. Absolutely. Problems, problems, problems. It's a recipe for disaster right there. I, I promise you, you know, Aaron and I were talking about this before we even started recording, but I mean, if you want to relate it directly to the WWE, you know, WWE asks for, for strength and world-class athleticism. I promise you that Vince McMahon does not care how you get it. He doesn't care if you barbell back squat. That is not a priority to him at all. He will care if you're injured. I promise you he's going to care if you're injured. So... If it's not something on the agenda, if it's not something that he requires of you and you can accomplish it in other ways, then why do it at all? Because it's putting you at risk. And I'm, that's what we're here to tell you today, guys. There are ways for you to still get the strength, the size, the hypertrophy, and you know muscle building, and get the performance factors that will relate better to pro wrestling than strapping a barbell to your back and squatting every time. I've worked with plenty of guys, pro wrestlers including, that will tell me, like, man, you know, I kind of dread squats. And it's like, you know, number one, they're scary because they're super heavy. They're on your back. I'm not super comfortable in that bottom position. I never know if I need to follow the programming and go heavier if I'm sore. Like, so if I come in the gym on a Monday after wrestling, you know, three, four matches on the weekend, and I come in the gym on a Monday and my programming says, well, it's time to barbell back squat up to a, a heavy set of five, heavy set of three. Yeah. And they're like, man, I just... I'm dreading that because my back is so sore, but I got to do it right because it's in my programming. Guys, they, they're blown away when I tell them that, no, you do not have to do that. Your programming needs to be modified, needs to be changed because we can accomplish that in much, much safer ways that, again, I'm repeat myself, will translate better to how you perform inside a ring. And goodness, if you can accomplish all the benefits of the back squat without the negatives of it, I mean, sign me up, right? Like, let's go. So... Yeah, well, in back yeah. squat, man, it's it's hard to think that you don't need to load a barbell up mm-hmm. and, and uh, squat with it because we've of been told that for so long. Yeah, and some guys have the mobility to do it. Some guys mm-hmm. can do it with perfect form, and man, if you got if you can do it with perfect form mm-hmm. and no problems, by all means, do it. But you don't have to now. 
I would say probably 90% of the guys I've ever trained can't barbell back squat. And I have to start them with, uh, and we'll go over some of these other alternative movements in a minute, but I have Mm -hmm. to start them with a different squat pattern. Mm -hmm. And then I have to do some work on their hips or their ankles or maybe their shoulders or their core's weak. I have to do additional things to get them to even be able to feel comfortable, for me to feel comfortable as a coach to give them that barbell. That's right. I once had a guy... That was he was a trying out for the uh, um, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, he was like a seven foot Jamaican dude. Yeah, and he came in to try to get ready, and we were taking him through stuff, and we wrote the program, and he was talking to his um, uh, agent, and his agent told him he said you need to be back squatting. Right. So he came to me, and he's like, "Hey, my agent says I need to back squat." I was like, "Dude, you're seven foot. You don't have any <laughs> mobility. You can't get down in the squat. You're right. not back squatting. You're right. you're doing it this exercise." Yes. And one, I was just like, the agent doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. But, I mean, not everyone needs to do it. And he no. was a professional player that didn't need to back squat. Right. I mean, just like you're a professional athlete and you may not need to barbell back squat. Yeah, his goal is to be a better basketball player. Like, right. it's not it's not to have a, a world-class back squat. We're not talking to, to powerlifters who are going to compete in, in three lifts and the back squat is one of them. Of course you'd have to train the back squat then. I mean, you have to. It's part of your life. It's part of how you make money because you're a professional powerlifter and that's one of the three lifts in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that. We're talking about doing things that only complement and enhance our performance in the ring. They, exactly. don't, they don't bring negatives about. They don't do that. So we're going to talk about now, we're going to dive into what should you do instead as a pro wrestler when we're talking about bilateral squatting so bilateral meaning you're working both legs at the same time you, you know both feet are on the ground both knees are bending you're moving down just like a squat does i want to talk briefly about this, some alternatives to do that way instead of barbell back squatting before we get into maybe what you really should be doing which is unilateral work but let's talk about some bilateral work so if you've been following us for any amount of time you know that i am in love with things like the goblet squat so great bilateral alternatives things like the dumbbell hack squat, suitcase squats, whatever you want to call them, the old George Hackenschmidt squat, where you're squatting with dumbbells in each hand, down to the floor, butt goes to the floor. So, also my favorite, the goblet squat, like I just mentioned, where you have a dumbbell, a kettlebell, uh, various different objects up in that front position, right underneath your chin, in front of your chest, and you're squatting down, holding the weight in front of your body, not putting all that stress on top of your spine. It allows you to get into a much better position in the bottom. It allows you to not break down at the lower back and squat up with the hips first instead of bringing your shoulders and everything up in one straight line. So you can get plenty of strength carryover and athletic performance from doing alternatives just like that. But the money makers, the things that we're really wanting you to talk to you guys about today and convince you that you need to be working on are things unilaterally. So meaning we're working one side at a time. But there's all kinds of alternatives out there, Aaron. Like I said, like there's, there's suitcase squats or hack squats. There's goblet squats. Even like holding a heavy sandbag and squatting down yeah. from, from bear hugging a, yeah, like a heavy sandbag in front of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of great, great alternatives out there that don't involve strapping a barbell to your back that are still going to give you that sensation of bilateral squatting, which I do think is essential. You've got to do it from time to time. But you don't have to do it with a barbell on your spine. No, you can save the spine. If you save the load on the spine, you save the load on the low back and sure. that deep uh, squat position, That even the parallel squat position. Mm-hmm. Some guys can't even, yeah, they, they the compromise even mm-hmm. going parallel sure. uh, with their lower back. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you got the hack squat, you got dumbbells, the goblet yeah. squats, you know, the bear hug squats, all kinds of great uh, exercises mm-hmm. that are going to 
work just as well as the barbell back squat. And we, we talked in the last episode about, you know, having world-class athleticism and what that means. You know, it means not just being like a cool high school athlete. It means you're probably going to have to get a coach that knows what they're doing, knows what they're talking about and carry you through some things. So, you know, that's why I recommend so highly to people sometimes that you need a coach, you need a personal trainer, you need somebody with that intelligently, uh, an intelligent one that can watch you and break down your movement patterns, assess your body head to toe and be like, cause, cause look, I'm, I'm not trying to vilify the back squat because yeah. there, there are so many limiting factors. I talked about the low back because we're talking about pro wrestlers, but a lot of guys can't even get the barbell on their back because their shoulders won't go in the right position. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, I have really unflexible ankles. My ankles are in a terrible position at the bottom and it makes me want to lean forward. I have to elevate my heels a lot of time because my dorsiflexion in the ankle is so bad. You really need it. You want world-class athleticism? You're probably not going to be able to diagnose all that stuff on your own, guys. You're not going to be able to tell yourself like, oh, I need to squat with a safety squat bar instead of a traditional barbell. You know, I, I need to do this and that. You're going to need someone on the outside looking in to be able to diagnose all that stuff for you. So, there are ways to safely back squat, but on your own, there are so many better alternatives like what we just said, the goblet, the hack, and all that, that can really play into your performance. So, all right, guys, real quick before we move forward, I want you to jump on our mailing list. All you got to do is follow the link on Facebook, type in your email. We will drop free pro wrestling training directly into your email every single week. No fluff, no junk. It is great quality content because you are trying to become a pro wrestler and we will give it to you every single week. You can find that on our Facebook. Just follow the link to our website. Drop us your email. Join that group. Drop us your email or just follow the link in the description of this very podcast. All right, let's dive into it because this is what I was really wanting to talk about today. I want to talk about unilateral movements. Primarily, what I think is going to be the real difference maker in a pro wrestler's life and building strength and performance together at the same time. And that is the split squat. That's right. The split squat. So real quick, because I get asked this question a lot. What's the difference between a split squat and a lunge? Yeah, it's fairly simple. So split squats are static where you're going to take a stance, a split stance, one foot in front of the other, and you're going to keep that position the entire time. And on lunging, you're actually moving when you do lunges. You're actually moving forward, you're moving backwards, you're moving sideways. Lunges go in all directions. But lunges are going to have both legs working fairly equally, at least if it's, you know, it, may, it could be 60-40, but it's going to be the same way every single rep. And you're pushing through the back foot, you're driving through the front foot every time on a lunge. In a split squat, the vast majority of the work, 80-90%, is going to be on that front leg. That front foot is what's really acting. The back foot is more or less, imagine it like the kickstand on a bicycle, guys. It's just keeping you into a position to where you can put all the strength work into that front leg. So, why then are split squats a superior movement for pro wrestlers? Well, let's talk about that. So, split squats are arguably the most functional movement you can do inside a gym for pro wrestling. Why? Because... Look at just just look at a split squat. Look at the way you look while you're doing it, and then imagine how you move in a pro wrestling ring when you're actually moving, when you're actually standing, when you're actually picking people up. How often do you have just a perfect square stance every time you pick up a pro wrestler? Just just look at them, and you can see how strengthening that position on the single leg with maybe one leg only keeping you balanced 
would build towards having a great pro wrestling match and be able to do all the things you can do inside a ring. So split squats are unparalleled in building strength and muscle while sparing your spine. So you can load split squats in so many different ways. You can do them with a barbell on your back, sure. You can also do them with dumbbells in your hands. You can do them with a dumbbell in the goblet position. You can bear hug a sandbag in this position as well. There's all different things you can do. And also, these things are so great, they take less load to make them effective because you're only working one leg at a time. So you can get away with much more minimal equipment doing split squats as your primary focus than having to worry about loading up a heavy barbell with tons of expensive weights. So split squats can repair imbalances between sides. I work with so many people who tell me like, whoa, watch out, John, because I'm, I'm clumsy. I'm a clumsy person. I'm always tripping over my feet, blah, blah, blah. We get to work on things like split squats and lunging and doing unilateral work and developing strength across the board on both sides. And all of a sudden, they're not clumsy anymore. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they're balanced in their strength left to right because they're not constantly just trying to squat on both legs at the same time. They're not constantly putting themselves in uncomfortable positions. The split squats can repair those imbalances, guys, between the different sides of your body, and they can bulletproof your body from injury, which is something I'm so passionate about. I want healthy pro wrestlers that can sustain their career as pro wrestlers for years. I want you to be athletic into your 40s, into your 50s, into your 60s. I want you to be athletic. If When you retire from wrestling and you're in your 60s, unless you're Ric Flair, then maybe you're in your 80s and you're still wrestling, who knows? I want you still athletic because I want you to be there for the future generations. I want you to be able to pass on all the cool knowledge that you learned and, and put into the future generations so you're not injured and hobbled as an older wrestler, ending your career early even. I want you bulletproof, guys. So, split squats. They limit the point of contact since a majority of the work is on the front leg while the back leg acts like a kickstand. That limited point of contact has Huge carryover to your balance and your coordination, right? Like I just said, clumsy, not anymore. Two things that all pro wrestlers need are balance and coordination. They can be done anywhere. They can be done traveling. Hey, what are you? You're a wrestler. You're traveling the world. You're traveling the United States. You got to work out in a hotel that has limited equipment this week. You got to work out at, at a friend's garage this week. You know, limited equipment again. You can get away with so much better work doing one leg at a time instead. Yeah, John, the split squat mm -hmm. really is able to train so many things mm -hmm. in that position uh, to help benefit the pro wrestler. So if you were in the if you're in the bottom position, one thing is that your spine you're yeah. you're going to be more vertical, right? Absolutely. So you're not going to be leaning over. So even if you mentioned earlier, like you can still uh, load mm -hmm. that back. Yep. If you put a barbell on the back doing the split squat, yep. your spine is more vertical. It's able, your low back no longer has to take the brunt of everything, yeah. right? So you can also, one of the things that I love, especially with, uh, would be great with pro wrestlers, mm -hmm. is, is if you have a sandbag yeah. or a, me a heavy medicine ball, you can shoulder one of those. So basically, sure. you would take the medicine ball, you put it on one shoulder, right. and then do the split squats. And that is another way to load, you're basically loading the upper part of the body and being yes. able to do that split squat. And think about the, I mean, just again, like, I really want you guys to visualize what we're talking about because. Imagine lunging or you know split squatting on one leg with a heavy sandbag on your shoulder and now equate that to what you do in the ring. It looks like the same movement, guys. Train for what you're doing. Don't train just because you've seen other people do it away. You've seen a bodybuilder train this way. 
You don't have to train that way. You're training for your sport. That's right. Your workout should complement your sport. So like Aaron said, and, and yeah, that's why I like loading the back position. I like having a barbell on my back and I'm much more comfortable doing it in a split squat for a few reasons. Number one, I'm not going to load it near as heavy because I'm in a split squat position. Yeah. So I'm already safer because it's a little bit lighter load, but I'm still getting as much work done because I'm only working one leg at a time. And just by virtue of how the body moves, when you get into that split position, your torso is going to be way more vertical and you're not going to drive up with your hips first and put all that pressure on your lower back. Just like Aaron just said. Yeah. Well, with pro wrestling, anytime you're doing moves, the load is not equal. Yeah. And what I mean by that is not it's not like a barbell. Absolutely. You have the load same yeah. on each side. Right. You know, a, the top half of someone's probably right. heavier than the lower half, mm -hmm. or maybe vice versa. I don't know, Absolutely. depending on the guy and how big his quads are. Right, right. But that's right. So whenever you're doing um, any of the split squat uh, movements there, and if you will hold, you can you can be able to take the load in one hand, yeah, and the load in the and, and no load in the other, or a lighter load in the other, right. and you're you're going to simulate uh, that pro those pro wrestling moves a little bit better. Right. But even if you even if you did the barbell, just mm -hmm. the straight barbell with mm -hmm. even load on there, one side of the body, whatever leg is back, that yeah. core. That side has to yeah. be able to stabilize Absolutely. even more, which will transfer better than just the back squat. Now, the barbell back squat is great for core as well, but sure, I'm sure. talking about that kind of unilateral, that yeah. opposite loading on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you hit that perfectly. And I'll even talk about some things that, that like, I love. I love the, the versatility of the split squat in, in, like, I'll load a split squat with a 40 pound kettlebell in my right hand and a 30 pound kettlebell in my left hand. And I'll do split squats like that. And then I'll do, you know, I'll do two sets on the right and then I'll switch the weights to the opposite hands and I'll do two sets on that side as well. And just the varying loads, just like Aaron just said, you get in there with an opponent who, of course, not everybody's built the same. Some people are gonna have heavier lower body, the heavier upper body. Some people are gonna, uh, what us wrestlers would call sandbag you when you go to pick them up for a body slam and they just kind of go limp on you and you have to actually muscle them up because timing was bad, you know, or something went wrong. And you're gonna be way more prepared for that. Your body's gonna be far more prepared for that if you've trained under this stressful, like opposite load. So the sandbag, the the different weighted kettlebells, even the even just the fact of having the barbell on your back and having that one leg back, like he said, having to stabilize your core. Great ways to translate to the performance inside a wrestling ring. And you know what you're still doing? You're still building muscle. You're still building tons of strength. Um, it's it's fantastic. It's 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 absolutely one of the most you know unfortunately hidden secrets of pro wrestling training, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. is the split squat. I would say almost with athletes in general. Yeah. I mean, uh, athletic performance. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're working with a good strength coach mm -hmm. that's, you know, not, uh, that knows what he's doing. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, yeah, unilateral split squat training is Bulgarian split squats, all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Are, are tremendous. So now I just want to break down a few of the factors of, so what's better for strength overall? Like, what's better for strength? Is it the back squat? Is it the split squat? So generally speaking, split squats are better for building strength from a performance or functional standpoint. Why? What did I say earlier, guys? They mimic the movement patterns inside the wrestling ring and allow for heavier loading per leg individually. Um, the squat, the squat pattern, you know, actually doing the, the barbell back squat is, you know, it's superior for like absolute bilateral strength. I mean, because what? Because you got a seven foot barbell that you can load tons of plates on. So of course you can build a ton of ton of bilateral strength in that. But again, I, I am just asking you right now, 
What translates better to what you're trying to accomplish in the pro wrestling ring? Like, you know, combining those two things, combining the two patterns, the split squat pattern and the standard bilateral squat pattern is the most optimal approach. You've got to do both in one way or another. But like Aaron and I have been talking this whole time, strapping a barbell to your back is not the best way to do even the bilateral movement for a pro wrestler. Save your spine, guys. Save your spine. So let's talk about muscle building, right? Because we, we got to look like wrestlers, right? That's one of the top five points. You know, go back, listen to that episode for becoming a pro wrestler. You got to look like it. You got to have some show muscles as well. So from a muscle growth standpoint, both movements have advantages. Um, squats have a big range of motion. They allow for the heavier loads um, to be used in total because of the total amount you can have on once. Um, they involve more overall work by definition. They take balance. You know, um, single leg stability is taken out of the equation. You don't have to worry about your balance and your stability when you're loading both legs at the same time. Now, on the other hand, your split squat. They have the advantage of the bilateral deficit targeting each leg individually, placing a ton of emphasis on the glutes, the hamstrings. What's that, guys? We've talked about it before. Those are your go muscles. Those are the ones that allow you to perform in the ring and stay safe the entire time. And not to, you know, I keep saying the ring because that's what we want to talk about. Also in real life, right? Outside the ring, in real life, you want to live well as well. So recruiting more muscle fibers than squats because you're putting all that emphasis on one single targeted area at a time. You're bringing your core into play because that back foot's a kickstand and your cores happen to take up some of the bread on that work. So you can make an argument on either one, I guess, as far as muscle building goes. But, you know, the best approach for maximal muscle growth is going to be a combination of the two with uh, playing with your set and rep schemes and whatnot. But we know, again, I'm going to repeat it over and over again. The best way to load even your bilateral squat is not with that barbell across your back. So let's talk about what I'm really passionate about and what we're all really passionate about. Which one is better for function, health, and longevity? Okay. It's both, guys. It's both. I'm not here to villainize the back squat or the bilateral squat, especially in any way. I'm here to let you know what is better for you, the person trying to make a career out of pro wrestling, trying to last a long time in pro wrestling because you love it and you want to be involved with it your whole life. You don't want to burn out early. And it takes a long time sometimes to make it, to truly make it as a pro wrestler. So you, you need to be able to exist for a long time within your sport, guys. So I want you lasting as long as possible. Both the bilateral and unilateral squat patterns are functional movements. Um, they both have direct carryover to real life and athletic endeavors like pro wrestling. Um, while you know you may never have to squat with 400 pounds on your back or lunge with 200 pound dumbbells on a day-to-day -day basis, both patterns should be trained consistently for adequate strength and function. The thought process that you must do barbell back squats is entirely wrong for pro wrestlers. Alternative bilateral movements like the goblet or hack squat are far superior and introducing those unilateral movements, the split squat is at the top of my list is the most important thing I want you to take away from today's episode. I want you to realize that it is time to squat outside the squat rack, get those things built properly, get your legs going, translate it over all to your in-ring performance, keep yourself safe, happy, healthy inside that pro wrestling ring. All right, guys, I hope you took some great information away from today. I think we talked about some really cool stuff, Aaron. Um, 
I, I love talking about this kind of stuff. I love talking about strength movements inside the gym. Just like you said at the beginning, this is in both our wheelhouses. We both love pro wrestling. We both love working out. We both love training. We both love coaching. Mm -hmm. And we've found over the years, you know, things like split squats, things like unilateral movements, that's what carries over to everyday life, keeping you strong and happy and healthy. For sure, man. And I think, man, the biggest thing mm -hmm. that I hope they get out of this podcast, yeah. uh, guys, is that you are a professional. You have to have the longevity, like John said, and you have to do what's going to keep you in the game the longest. That's right. Um, I have had heard too many stories of guys that said, yeah. and most, not a whole lot of pro wrestlers yet, because I haven't done yeah. a whole lot of that, but uh, with the guys that you know come to me and they're like, yeah, man, I blew out my knee or mm -hmm. my back does this, and this is why I didn't make it. Right. And, the, man, you, you don't want to have that. You want to be training for the things that are going to keep you in the game. Right. Absolutely, man. I, I have a, I had, so real quick before we get out of here, a quick story, I guess, that, that I was just thinking about was one of my, you know, a really good friend, he's a few years older than me. He was in wrestling long before I was. And, um, uh, he taught me a lot in, in the locker room. Um, he was a competitive powerlifter for years, love powerlifting. He loves getting under a barbell, loves getting under a squat. And, he just from years and years and years and years and years of being, you know, just trained to do things that way, even after he left pro, uh, after he left powerlifting and was, was just making a career as a pro wrestler, still would squat. And even through intense knee pain, he's just squatting and squatting and squatting. And he just didn't understand that he didn't have to do it anymore. There were, there were safer alternatives out there for him. And he had to give up wrestling, I would say you know, a decade before he needed to, you know, and it's, it's super unfortunate because people just aren't educated enough to know that there are alternatives out there. There are safer things that you can do that can give you the strength and performance and the muscles that you want and also keep you in the game for the amount of time that you need to be in the game. For sure. So. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Please give us a review, subscribe to this podcast and share your favorite episode. It helps us out tremendously. Thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.